This is the Pete Wong Podcast, sharing the things that I love with those that I love. I've always wanted to talk about the things that I care about in life. People have told me time after time, why don't you just share more of you? And with that, let's go. What's up, everybody? Pete Wong here, back with another episode of the Pete Wong Podcast. How is everyone doing out there in the world? I really hope everyone is taking the most safety precautions that you can at the moment. Uh, We need to all really be respectful, be very mindful of each other more than ever. Um, As we're all hearing, uh, the cases are rising in certain areas, but that was expected. Take whatever precautions necessary and uh, let's keep it up, all right? Uh, everyone, let's just keep it up and um, just just really think about what we can do to respect each other. And, and uh, more than ever, what can we do to um, look out for one another? I do hope that uh, those of you that, are, that get into the holiday, um, you know, uh, Christmas, uh, um, the holiday seasons, uh, uh, those of you that um, enjoy it, and even those of you that don't normally enjoy it, hopefully you'll find um, joy and the spirit uh, this year. I myself, I think it's a little challenging uh, because I think uh, so much has changed, so much is different. But I'm trying to um, uh, put myself uh, in a, in a in a space where I feel like I can fully still embrace um, the love, the joy, um, and even though it looks different, um, to just hold space for myself that I can um, uh, continue to um, enjoy it, and also the people that are in my life. Um, what can I do for them? And because I know uh, a lot of people in my life, they're um, really into uh, the holidays and and I don't want to be that Grinch that uh, ruins it for everybody. I'm trying to get myself in that space a little bit more, and but it's been tough. I, d- I don't listen to the, the holiday music uh, like I have been the previous years. And... Um, but uh, but this morning I heard a song and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna listen to that and uh, and I know we're not even midway yet, but um, um, it just feels different. Just wanted to put that out there. The other thing is uh, uh, thanks to everyone who uh, commented on the previous episode, uh, the flood in the apartment. Uh, everything is fine. Uh, actually, um, that incident was, uh, a while back. So, um, you know, it got cleaned up and taken care of, uh, the washer is still not fixed, but that's, uh, it's an issue with, um, where we live and, and, uh, but it's all being taken care of and, uh, but thank you everyone. And I'm really glad to hear that, um, the, the episode helped some of you out there, the practice, the, tr- the training, that we can do for those instances in our lives that just, they seem so overwhelming. And uh, I'm just really glad that uh, people have reached out to me and let me know um, how that episode and other episodes have have helped them because that's the whole point of me doing this. On that note, there's something that's been on my mind um, this past week and uh, been having uh, conversations in different 
spaces and different circles and different formats. Um, but this whole thing about how people are taking care of themselves, but also how people are uh, sustaining their relationships and uh, connection um, in the current times that we're in. I was on the phone the other night uh, with a friend of mine, and I won't name names because uh, just out of respect. Um, uh, and um, we were talking, and, and uh, this is a friend that uh, we probably talk uh, maybe once a month, if not, uh, uh, you know, maybe a little less frequent, but we, um, he and I, I think do a really good job of, um, staying connected, uh, even if it's, um, once in a while. One of the things that he said to me really struck a chord for me. And what he said to me was, um, before COVID, he, he felt alone at times, but since being, since the pandemic and since being, you know, having to be in quarantine, um, he, he truly realized how more alone he feels. And it really just kind of sat with me because I can only imagine what the people out there, even some of you listeners, might be feeling at times. Um, some of us, you know, some of us feel, I was looking this up and I was trying to gauge the difference. Um, you know, the word alone and the word lonely. And so uh, I'm sure, you know, those of you out there listening right now, um, I'm sure you've probably had this conversation at one point, uh, the differences, the similarities. And um, I guess I guess it just made me think of uh, those of us that are choosing to be alone, those of us that uh, have to be alone, and how that's affecting uh, some of us to um, because we're not able to go out like we normally like we're used to. Um, like most of our lives we're used to just you know, interacting with people, connecting with people, uh, even if it's uh, random people. We're living in a world now where we have to be very um, selective, um, more out of necessity, more out of safety. Um, but I think what, what comes with that, though, is this opportunity for looking at things in a different way. And um, so I'm going to get into that a little bit later. But I just wanted to go off um, just what my buddy shared with me. I did a talk uh, with a school. Shouts out to uh, Community of Peace Academy in St. Paul. Thank you for the opportunity for speaking to your seventh graders. If you're one of the students that was uh, part of that group, um, please. Um, uh, I mean, <laughs> I just wanted to say, you know, thank you. And um, thank you for the faculty and the staff for inviting me to... Uh, to talk in the in the Zoom call um, for that morning and just sharing um, my thoughts and my advice, uh, you know, words of encouragement for being uncomfortable, for uh, 
having to deal with the things that they're dealing with and um, to my best knowledge, to my best ability. One of the things that was brought up to my attention is that um, right now there's more cases. There's a lot. I mean, I heard uh, there's a statistic here um, that uh, there's uh, depression uh, one out of three, but I wish I knew what that one out of three is. So I think uh, I, I have my information wrong and I don't want to uh, put information out there that uh, doesn't have the correct source. But I think the, the main thing is, is that many of us are dealing with depression. Um, many of us are dealing with uh, days of um, highs and lows. And so a big part of what I do is in my life, but also with the podcast and with uh, my coaching is what can I do? What can we do to ground ourselves, to find the necessarily necessary ingredients to um, find, I want to say balance, but find uh, that thing that you need in life so things don't seem um, uh, depressing or things don't feel uh, super down all the time. And at the same time, I do want to say that that uh, I don't I don't think that life is always about you know being you know, happy, happy, joy, joy, joy. Um, I, I understand uh, in my 41-year-old 40, uh, <laughs> lifespan that um, being sad, being angry, being upset, being worried, all these things are human emotions. And all of, uh, more than ever, I now realize that we have to what I like to say, feel what we feel. Whatever emotion you're feeling, we need to be all right feeling that because as a human being, we need to feel it in order to change it. If we run away from it, if we ignore it, if we cover it up, we never truly fully address it. In, in, in my training, it's my body doesn't lie to me. My body may try to lie to me, but it doesn't do a very good job. So everything that I've been doing to change my lifestyle is all about uh, so my body can heal, so my mind can can be uh, more relaxed, and, 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 and I do find joy because uh, I find joy even in sadness, even in uh, uh, those moments of uh, worry, I find joy because... Um, that's the practice. That's the training I've been doing. I want to talk about um, these feelings that people might be having out there. Um, and I think uh, part of that is how we're communicating with each other, how we're having to adapt and having to learn how to communicate each other in this, uh, in this current time. But also, I want to change the the wording because people are always saying this the, the current times that we're in. Well, if you're somebody who lives moment to moment, practices moment to moment daily, 
the current time is right now. So to me, it's how do we adapt to the given situation so I can move forward as as I would want to versus how do I adapt and then revert back to the way I used to was? No, you know, it's how do we, how how am I going to adapt and continue to grow? So there was this article that um, was actually my sister uh, shared with me on the Washington Post. And it was uh, talking about men in particularly and how because of the pandemic, uh, how men don't have that space um, like they normally do. So I I took down some of the notes. Um, I'm not going to be quoting anything uh, particularly, but um, but just for example, uh, no game days. uh, for, for like my experience, um, you know, there was no gym, there was no, uh, you know, back in uh, California, I was training with a group of martial artists, shouts out to fight club, shouts out to lab rats, uh, shouts out to, uh, bloodline hybrid boxing, uh, my brothers, my sisters, places like gyms where people daily, uh, get, get that, um, that training in that, that helps them. that helps their self-care, that helps their, you know, energy and exercise and and, uh, fitness. No bars are open. Um, So people uh, are, are, you know, not able to socialize in the way that we're accustomed to. Um, And uh, these are just some examples. Um, But I thought that 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 was uh, pretty important to recognize that how we're normally socializing, how we're normally um, going through our days, um, it's not the same. And even my buddy that was that I was talking to, uh, he mentioned uh, playing video games, uh, you know, with his friends uh, online and that kind of stuff. But like the article said, and I, and I am being generalizing here, and I, you know, um, uh, you know, and I'm only speaking from the experiences and the article that I read, but. It was saying that, you know, for men, it's difficult. Um, they're, they're finding spaces uh, difficult to, uh, to talk uh, because, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a thing, you know, it's, it's known that, that men don't have spaces to, um, to express their feelings. And, and again, I'm not saying all men. I'm just saying that um, there's been a lot of... Um, information a lot of uh uh sharing um that that men don't have spaces like this that's why um a a a month ago or a while back uh my mentor and i um uh, orpheus black uh did a specifically episode on um uh relating uh uh, sustaining uh, genuine relationships uh with uh, between men and uh, I'll, I'll put a link up, you know, somewhere uh, for that. I just want to hit on some of these things because uh, it's real, you know, and, and, and it's, been, it's been on my heart. It's been on my mind. Um, the fact that, especially for men, the places that we normally gather to express ourselves to um, however that is, um, it's not around anymore. And so what are the kind of things that we're doing and, and, and 
how are we doing mentally? And, um, and, and again, I'm not just speaking to men. I'm also speaking um, uh, to women. I'm speaking to everybody. Uh, anyone who's, who's listening, we're finding ourselves in situations that we're not accustomed to. And I'm sure that for many of us, it's affecting us daily, emotionally, uh, physically, uh, you know, spiritually, all the different ways. And so I just wanted to dedicate this episode um, talking about it and just raising that issue and just reminding everyone that you're not alone. That in time, you know, in this current time, um, I love this word that we've been tossing around in, in the different uh, sessions and, and groups and, uh, that I've been hosting and doing and hosting. Grace. It's a lovely word. It's also the name of my mother, um, which is beautiful. We need to hold grace for ourselves and we need to hold grace for each other because people are adapting people are adjusting and i'm totally guilty of um especially in the beginning of the pandemic um not doing a good job of recognizing that somebody's um in a in a, in a situation that i'm not f- um, familiar with or i'm not uh uh, empathizing enough with my my question that I want to put out there for for you listeners out there is number one, how are you communicating? And number two, how are you being communicated? Are you the person that's reaching out to people um, and checking in with them? Are you the one that's um, finding? having to find uh, different outlets um, to, uh, to fulfill your needs. As part of that, how are people responding? Are people getting back to you? Um, are people uh, in the same headspace as you where they do want to talk to you uh, at that moment, at that time when you contact them? Um, are you feeling uh, ghosted? Uh, for those of you that don't know that term, that's a term um, uh, that means uh, you reach out to somebody and then they don't get back to you. They vanish like a ghost. There are moments where we may have somebody in our mind that we want to reach out to. And then um, we may or may not make the choice to contact them. We may or may not uh, send a text. We may or may not do a phone call. We may or may not do a, uh, a video chat. They may or may not last long. They may or may not even happen. And so I think it's important to recognize that all of it is okay. There is no right or wrong. There is no uh, this way or that way. It's however it is. Uh, But my own belief is that it's still not an excuse. You still need to have your needs met. If you need to talk to somebody, 
you deserve to have that person or persons to talk to. So that's part of my second question. How are you being communicated? Are people reaching out to you? Are people um, including you? And, um, and if they're not, then I think that's where you have to just recognize for yourself what is it that you need. So all of this goes back to the thing that I am, you know, all the time pushing out and all the time I am posting about, which is self-care. What are the things that you're doing to take care of yourself? Because we may choose to be alone. And some of us may or may not feel lonely. But we have to all take care of ourselves. Part of that, yes, is reaching out to others, is keeping the communication alive, keeping the relationships alive. In my own example, I've noticed that in the beginning of the pandemic, I was grateful for the relationships that I had because I was um, able to talk to you know people and I had people reaching out to me and then um, I would do my best to reach out to other people. But I remember there was uh, one uh, art, art therapy session that um, my sister invited me to. And I remember beforehand thinking, uh, I don't know if I want to be in that space because people, they're going to be talking about COVID. They're going to be talking about the pandemic and, and this and that. Things, you know, it's like, kind of like a, like a broken record, as they say. But then I decided to um, give it a shot. Just say yes. And I think particularly because I didn't have a whole lot else going on and I thought it might keep me busy. So I went in that group and it was really cool because it, what it was was it was uh, using Zoom. Um, people were in different you know parts of the world and we were doing art we were creating art together like i think uh i, I did a drawing and you know with sharpie pencil like i do and then markers what i found very fascinating and very helpful and it, it changed my perspective was people were sharing about the pandemic but at that moment when they were sharing something inside me switched and that was i realized that sometimes you're in a space or you're in a phone call or you're in a dialogue or you're doing something with a group of people or one or two people or whatever and it's not about you it's about that person needed you another human being in that space because maybe they haven't been having that. And so ever since that day, I hold a ton of grace for others' situation. I don't always do the best, but that was a great moment that really made an impact on me because now when I'm in a space, I just listen and I just hold 
Just allow that person to share. And I've noticed how powerful that is. I've noticed that that's what I can do. Is just be there for another person as they share. And that is such an important, um, not gift, not talent, practice that I think we can all practice and do more um, to to get better at each time. So going back to the Washington Post um, article, it mentioned that uh, for men, and uh, again, I'm speaking also for, for any anybody, not just men, but the article is specifically for men. Um, many people are feeling that they don't have a lot of friends. They don't have a lot of genuine relationship connections, spaces where they can talk about how they feel, things like relationships, talk about family, uh, talk about any problems that they might be having, um, or uh, be provided solutions, or like I was just talking about, someone to listen to, someone to kind of talk out loud about the uh, current situation that they're in. I think uh, because our bodies, our minds, our daily activity, our routines are all being adjusted, many of us feel overwhelmed at times. Many of us uh, feel unsure of uh, what's happening, what to do, uh, what steps to do. And so I definitely agree and support that um, part of that um, part of that therapy or part of that uh, uh, human development com- connection and self care is talking to someone. If many of us don't feel like we have spaces that we can do that, that can be a problem. So I don't want to just uh, have this episode uh, and just you know throw out all this you know stuff at you uh, without some key points that I would love to leave uh, with you. And this is based on my own um, my own work, but also um, the work that I'm doing uh, in my uh, circles and sessions. And so I want to leave you with just two things. Ritual. Every Sunday, I meet with my family. Uh, we have family family members in different uh, states. And we've been doing this since the pandemic started. And in the beginning, it was challenging because it was like, do we have to do this all the time? Uh, I mean, from my perspective, you know, there was that voice like, oh, sh- you know, do we have to do this all the time? But then eventually, it became such a routine AKA more of a ritual where we knew at this time we're going to meet up and, uh, you know, on, on this date. And uh, what ended up happening is that our family became even more transparent than we ever have been. And I realized that, again, 
sometimes it's not about me. Sometimes it's about just showing up for them and just being in that space to hear how their week went. So I want to encourage all of you, if you can make spaces like that, if you, if you can make whatever, however you got to do it, over the phone, over the you know computer. Uh, again, some people out there don't have access to computers, don't have access to Zoom, don't have access to internet. Um, uh, the older people, the old, you know, seniors, they don't, uh, I'm, I'm generalizing again, but, um, they may not have access to, uh, to how to utilize, uh, the technology. So what can we do? What can we, how can we problem solve? How can we still help each other, uh, fulfill our needs? And so one thing that I'm encouraging people uh, in, in our sessions is to create more ritual. So then our minds don't have to think about it. I create uh, ritual every day with, uh, m- you know, my, my exercise, my, uh, whether it's martial arts or um, uh, hit or before weight training um, or yoga, uh, meditation. I, I do that because I don't, I, I just want it to be a part of me. I don't want to have to think so much about it because in this world right now, um, my body, my mind is adjusting to um, the way my life is. And because I'm a, I'm a generally, I've become a positive person, uh, I'm looking at the positive side of things always. So that's one thing is uh, look for ways we can create more ritual. And my, my, uh, my coach, my, uh, my mentor, best friend, uh, Orpheus Blackwood, uh, have so much more to say, uh, regarding ritual. Um, so reach out to him, uh, if you're interested, uh, uh, he has so many fascinating things, uh, uh, to talk about that, to share about that and examples. Being around him is where I, uh, learned the significance behind ritual. So thank you. Orpheus, and thank you uh, to the family. Second thing, recognize what you need and go get it. No matter what's happening, we still have needs. So if you don't know where to get it, ask. If you don't know how to get it, ask. Times like this, we cannot be afraid. We cannot be uh, feel shameful for asking. Go get it and enjoy your life. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I just, I, I, just uh, I know how important that is. So if you are reaching out to people and they're not getting back to you, then maybe that's not the, the, the right timing space for you. Maybe you need to look elsewhere because somebody out there will, will connect to you. Just, but you just got to keep trying. It's really cool how people are adjusting. People are adapting. Um, uh, that article was also talking about that uh, that people are doing uh, poker nights on Zoom. Uh, people are doing Dungeon and Dragons uh, uh, game nights. There are uh, there are ways of doing things. Um, if we just allow ourselves to be open to adapt to uh, new ways of doing it. 
But the only way we can do that is if we allow space for ourselves to go, okay, I'm not quite sure how this works, but let's give it a shot. And just be very open to something new. Because that thing that we used to knew, that we used to know, it's not there anymore. And we have to give ourselves grace that it's not. And that's okay. Because growth is, is, is upon us. Okay, last thing. I'm going to go. <laughs> it was a, wow, it's a almost 40-minute uh, recording session. Um, um, I, I think this is just a, a relevant topic. And uh, I just, it was on my heart. It's on my mind. And that's why I wanted to share it. Um, the last thing I want to leave you with is, is this quote. And it's not word for word, but uh, it's something that has stuck with me and I've always remembered it. A friend of mine, um, uh, a couple years ago, many years ago, uh, when I was first learning about entrepreneurs, uh, he shared with me, and I forgot where he got it, but he shared with me this thing about the lunch table. So remember when you're a kid or a teenager and you're in the lunch, the cafeteria lunch table at school? those of you that can relate and you you want to sit at the table with a certain group uh whoever it is that you were drawn to you want to sit next to them but maybe they never invited you maybe they didn't maybe they don't like you as an entrepreneur but i think this can be very helpful at times like this at, you know right now is if you're not being invited to a certain table with a certain group or with anybody, then it's okay. You don't need to not like that person. You don't know. You don't need to have distaste or anger or resentment towards that table, that person. Instead. Be empowered, feel empowered for creating your own table and inviting others to it. By doing that, you fulfill your needs as well as create opportunities for others to join. I don't want to say create a table and sit there by yourself forever. Uh, I don't mean that at all. What I mean is, in life, we don't need to wait for others' approval. We don't need to expect something from others. But we do need to take care of ourselves and fulfill what we need. But a big part of that, right, is that self-care and taking the time to recognize Who am I? What do I need? And then how am I going to go get it? That was a lot. I have no apologies because I think this is an awesome topic. And uh, I'm grateful for my friend for uh, being so uh, uh, transparent and um, vulnerable, uh, telling me his situation. And uh, that's what I'm grateful for, that friendship, Uh, as well as... um, the people in my group uh, that have been sharing with me and my friends that have been uh, sharing with me as well. Um, 
you know, the, the highs and lows, ups and downs. Get ready. Um, before the year ends, I'm going to be doing an awesome interview with someone that is incredibly special to me. Um, in, in a short amount of time, uh, I've known her and uh, just looking forward to that. So we'll be back in the Daijo Media Studio with Josh Dairud. Um, if you want to check out that uh, interview I did with Josh, I'll, I'll make a link up there or there. Lot to take in, lot to unpack, but hey, that's what we're here for. Much love, much respect for all of you out there. Please tell others about this podcast. I am so grateful for this opportunity and uh, let's keep it happening. Let's keep going. Let's stay strong. Let's stay safe. Let's respect each other. Uh, with that, I'm out of here. Enjoy your Saturday and rest of your weekend. Uh, you are loved. You are worthy and you are enough. Blessings to all of you. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. And remember, you are loved, you are enough, and you are worthy. Blessings to all of you.